Hey everyone, it's Simon here, and on behalf of Maria and I, I just want to thank you for checking out our podcast. And before we get into things, we just wanted to let you know that this is only part of our online mini-service, and you can check out the whole service and find out more about Everyone Church on our website at everyonechurch.com.au. Hope you can check it out and see the whole thing. For now, on with the podcast. Well, a few weeks ago, we started sharing on our values, what Everyone Church holds dear. You know, many of us are taking the steps to become being planted in this church, so we thought it would be important to share our values. It's important because although the church belongs to Jesus and there are foundational beliefs that will never change, many local churches carry with them a unique DNA, and it's in their DNA that we find their culture and we find what they value. You know, we're a new church plant. We are a pioneering church plant and it is exciting. It has been so fun so far. So we're focusing on the questions. What does everyone church value? What do we hold in high regard? And how do we do things around here? We started with the first. At everyone church, we follow Jesus. We pursue him, his will, his way, his glory, his word. Everyone Church is and always will be all about Jesus and our pursuit of him. Then we shared the second. At Everyone Church, we lean in to faith friendships. We look to do life with friends. We love one another. Friendship, not just association. And then last week, Simon shared how at Everyone Church, we engage in discipleship. We dive into the intentional journey towards spiritual maturity. Our goal is to grow. And if you have missed any of these, please check out our podcast or our website for past services on demand. Well, today I get to share our next value. Are you ready? (laughs) At Everyone Church, we live mission-minded. We live on mission. Our purpose is to bring Jesus to everyone, everywhere. This is the whole reason why this church plant exists. Hey, Simon and I are stepping out in faith because we want to see Jesus brought to everyone everywhere. And why? Why would we want to bring Jesus to everyone everywhere? Well, it's really quite simple. We know the good news. We know that God the Father sent his one and only son, Jesus, into the world. He was fully God. He was fully man. And he lived the perfect life in order to die on the cross and take the punishment for humanity's sin. Not only that, but he then rose from the dead. And his resurrection proves that he is who he said he was. And this means that anyone who believes in him can be redeemed. You know, Jesus said in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And in following Jesus and becoming more like him, what's important to him becomes important to us. For those that remember, picture tuning the dial to find a radio station. When turning that dial slowly, there's lots of static but the closer you get, you can hear the music playing on the radio station. But it's when you find the right frequency, 103.2, or if you're feeling wild, 96.1, that music becomes clear. 
And I see this picture that when we are following Jesus, we are tuning our hearts to see what he sees, to hear what he hears and to love what he loves. It's up to us with the help of the Holy Spirit to eliminate the static in our hearts and in our minds and hear clearly his heartbeat. And that is souls. It's people, it's individuals, it's groups, children, young professionals, families, older people, your neighbors, our co-workers, friends, everyone, everywhere. We live mission-minded. You know, Jesus knew his purpose. After spending some time in the wilderness and he was fasting and he was praying, he went to the synagogue and he made his purpose known. We read in Luke chapter 4, verse 18 to 19, Jesus declare, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has appointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim the captives be released, that the blind will see, that the oppressed will be set free, and that the time of the Lord's favor has come. A bit later on, in John 6:38, Jesus states, For I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. And in Luke 5, verse 31 to 32, when Jesus was asked by the Pharisees, why were you eating with tax collectors and sinners? He replied, healthy people don't need a doctor. Sick people do. I've come to call not those who think they are righteous, but those who know they are sinners and need to repent. Jesus knew his purpose. He came to earth for you and for me, and he died and rose again for you and for me. He knew his mission. And not only does Jesus invite us to follow him, he also invites us to join him in his mission. And that is why at Everyone Church, we live mission-minded. We live on mission. Our purpose is to bring Jesus to everyone, everywhere. Mark 16, 15, Jesus says, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Jesus invites us to join in his mission. But it's not just about preaching. It's also about our actions and how we live our life and what we do. St. Francis of Assisi said, preach the gospel and if necessary, use words. It's very true, but I do think at some point we need to speak and use our words. So, what does living mission-minded actually look like today for those of us a part of Everyone Church? And I'm not talking about becoming that evangelist street preacher or Bible bashing your work colleagues at lunchtime. Remember it's words and it's deeds. But we are talking about having an awareness that I'm on a mission today. Having the mindset that I have been saved for a purpose beyond that of my own salvation. That I'm partnering with the Holy Spirit today as I get up and go to the shops, as I go to work, as I study, and as I look after my family. What goes on in your mind throughout the day? You know, I'm a, a mum of two young boys. Yes, two young boys. They're very active and um, they're very cute. Oh my goodness, they are very cute. But I have two young boys and I also work in the emergency department of a major hospital. To be honest with you, I have a lot in my mind at all time. You know, they, they sometimes call it the mum load, mum mental load. Yep, I carry that and I'm sure some of you can relate to me. 
but I have a lot in my mind or I literally have nothing because I'm so tired. There's no in between. But it is important to become aware of our mindset. Is his mission on your mind? Has his purpose become your purpose? In Matthew chapter 5, Jesus began teaching his disciples about living on mission. He said, You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Do your good deeds speak volumes? Or do they speak whispers? You know, sometimes we become very passive in our doing of good and we don't take initiative. But mission-minded people take initiative. Let's listen to what Peter writes. And this is the same Peter that walked with Jesus in the flesh for many years. In 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15, it says, But in your hearts revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. And the New Living Translation says it like this. Instead, you must worship Christ as Lord of your life. And if someone asks about your hope as a believer, always be ready to explain it. Are we willing to share if asked about what Jesus has done in our life? Mission-minded people are willing. So how? How do we actually do this? It's great to talk about it. It's a great idea. But how do we actually live it out in our day-to-day -day life? Well, I thought of a few starting points because we could talk about it for a long time. But just a few points to begin with. Number one, pray. God, I'm yours today. You know, a couple of years ago, I had the realization that I was actually going about my daily life and I was getting busy. I was distracted. I was having the static of life happen and I actually wasn't giving much thought to Jesus or what I was actually doing for him throughout my day. And I didn't want that. I actually want to live for Jesus. So I made a choice and a decision to just pray a simple prayer on my way to work. I used to pray it with Simon when he'd be in my work Uber, but now I drive myself. That's the kid's fault. Um, <laughs> no, and I just would pray, you know, Lord, I'm yours today. Please help me see the opportunities that you bring my way and give me courage to step out and do what you would like me to do. And it brings me to my second point, which is look, it's amazing what you'll notice when you start to take notice. John 4.35, Jesus says, you know the saying, four months between planting and harvest. But I say, wake up and look around. The fields are already ripe for harvest. And the harvest he's referring to is people, it's souls, it's what we're here for, it's our purpose. And people are ready, they're looking around for hope. Are we looking? Number three, listen. Listen to needs, listen to what people are saying and listen to that prompting of the Holy Spirit. It's that little feeling or nudge on the inside of you that thinks, oh, I should talk to that person or I should probably call that person today or oh, I feel like messaging something nice to that person. Follow that prompting because it's usually the Holy Spirit saying, step out. James 1.19 says, understand this, my dear brothers and sisters, we must all be quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to get angry. And number four, 
You know, let's show his kindness by listening rather than being quick to respond with a solution. Let's illustrate his kindness by giving a helping hand around the home. Share his truth while shouting a colleague lunch. Give that smile revealing his peace even in uncertain times. And be generous, perhaps without even being thanked in return. And finally, when we live mission-minded, we're actually doing it for him, for Jesus, for his glory. In Matthew 25, verse 35 to 40, it says, For I was hungry, and you fed me. I was thirsty, and you gave me a drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me into your home. I was naked, and you gave me clothing. I was sick, and you cared for me. I was in prison, and you visited me. Then these righteous ones will reply, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink, or a stranger and show you hospitality, or naked and give you clothing? When did we ever see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will say, I tell you the truth, when you did it to one of the least of my brothers and sisters, you were doing it for me. Everything we do is ultimately for him. And that is why at Everyone Church, we live mission-minded. We live on mission and our purpose is to bring Jesus to everyone, everywhere. So join us. Let's live mission-minded and let's bring Jesus to everyone, everywhere in our world. I have one last thought I'd like to leave you with. You know, the mission will not be on our mind unless it first takes hold of our heart. When we think back to that radio I was talking about, when tuning it, the static occurs when we're either out of range or if there's interference. Is there some interference between you and the Lord that you need to move out of the way? Do you need to move within range of him, his word, in prayer and in worship? Let's take a moment right now and spend some time with Jesus. Let's tune into him and let's worship together as we close.
Speak.